Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Welcome to another edition of The Big Picture with Pastor Larry Ragland. I want you to get ready for a word that's going to change your life. Share this podcast, like this podcast, and give us a five-star review. We sure would appreciate it. Now, without further ado, let's get in to the next edition. Church, I'm going to preach tonight, if that's okay. I got a word tonight, a fresh word. I'm telling you, I'm honored and blessed to say that I ain't never preached this anywhere. I ain't preached it in my church. God just began to speak some stuff to me in the hotel room. And I got to preach what God's telling me to preach. Is that okay? Now, I'm telling you, I believe that it has become almost a cliche to say what I'm about to say. And I'm sick and tired of preachers being afraid to say it because they think it's a cliche, because the daddy said it, the granddaddy's generation said it, the great granddaddy's generation said it, and because it has not happened, people are afraid to say it. But I'm gonna say it tonight. I believe that we are truly in the last days. I believe that Jesus could come back and possibly will come back in my lifetime. I know he didn't come back in my grandmother's lifetime. I know he didn't come back in her grandmother's lifetime. And I know that every Every generation has longed for that great hope. And I know that every generation has desired and read the signs of the times. But can I give you a deep revelation? There can only be one final generation. There can only be one. And listen, listen to me. There will be one. Okay, just because it hasn't happened yet, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. In fact, for the fact that it hasn't happened means that it's going to happen. You didn't get that. Because there can only be one. There can only be one first of anything and there can only be one last of anything. We are not the first, but we are probably the last. If I'm not the last generation, I believe my children are the last generation. But you know what? That's not a doom and gloom thing. That's not a depressing thing. To the believer, that's not a depressing thing. Are y'all hearing me? The Bible calls it the great hope. It is a hope that is our hope that we will see the Lord. But you better know this beyond a shadow of a doubt. I want you to know something. You may judge me when I'm saying this and you may label me a heretic, but I'm asking you to hold on to that label till I get done. And when I get done tonight, if you still want to call me that, so be it. But I can tell you what I'm going to preach tonight is the Bible. I am excited about the return of Jesus, but I'm going, oh, I said I'm excited about it. But here's what I want to tell you. If he don't come today, I'm good with it. If he don't come tomorrow, I'm good with it. Because here's what I want you to know. Every day that he tarries the return of that blessed hope is another day of revival. It's another day for my baby who's running from God to get saved. It's another day for my child to have hope that I can pray for my baby another day. If he wants to come today, let him come. But if he wants to wait till tomorrow, that gives me another day. I'm not going to waste the time I got left. 
whether it's to the time I die or the time of the rapture. Jesus said, occupy. Occupy. Work while it's day, for the night comes when no man can work. If there's ever been a generation, can I be honest with you and real with you tonight, that's got a lazy spirit on it, it's this generation. A part of this generation don't want to work anymore. They don't want to provide for their families. They don't want to earn anything anymore. They want to hand out. Well, that same mentality, the reason that is manifesting in the natural and you shake your head and you can't understand why people don't want to work is the world is simply reflecting uh, uh, the, the, the disease that has hit the church for generations upon generations. People want to come to church. They want to receive. They want to take. They want to get. They want somebody to rock their babies and change their baby's diaper. They want somebody to teach them uh, songs in the, in the children's class. They want somebody to teach their teenagers. They want somebody to sing to them, take them into the presence of God, give them a word, find them a place to park, get a comfortable seat for them to sit in, pay the air condition, turn the lights on. Come on, y'all hear me. And they don't want to give nothing back. Oh, yeah. This is, this, I, I saved this one for the last night. This ain't what I'm preaching tonight, but this is where I'm going. It's the sign of the times. A great prophet by the name of Toby Mack one time said, the signs of the times are dropping like flies. Some of y'all get that later. Some of y'all are either too young or too old. But there is a generation that's right in the middle that got that joke. The signs of the times are dropping like flies. Oh, y'all don't, y'all don't want me to unleash. I got some beatbox skills. Y'all don't want me to release them tonight. You might not get this service back, Pastor. Jesus said in the last days, Matthew 24, verse 36, Jesus said, but of that day, Somebody say that day. That means there's coming a day. We know there's a season and there's a generation. But Jesus says there's going to be a day. A day. There's going to be a moment where he splits the eastern sky. There's going to be a moment when those that are dead in Christ shall rise first and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them and go up into the air to meet the Lord, to be with the Lord and so shall we ever be with the Lord. There's coming a day. Are you in a church that still believes there's coming a day? But of that day and of that hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. A lot of folks trying to predict the day. All they need to do is read the Bible. They can't predict it. But watch this. He tells us you may not know the day. You may not know the hour. But you will be able to identify the season. In fact, he even says in another place, do you not discern the seasons? Can you not look at the sky and know this and know that? There are signs that he has placed in nature to teach us. You see the leaves starting to fall. Don't you love that time of the year? You know what that means. But in Alabama, I don't know how it is in Mississippi, but Alabama, it's like this. You better take a picture. You better enjoy it while you're out there because in two weeks, it's cold. And when everything starts springing up in spring, it's so beautiful. And everybody's taking selfies with flowers and, and all of this. Take some pictures because in two weeks, it's hot. 
But he says, here's how you'll know the season. Are you ready? Verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also be the coming of the Son of Man be. Now listen to what he says. And preachers have preached this for over 2,000 years. You've probably heard it preached 100 times. For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. So for years and generations and preacher after preacher after preacher has preached this passage one way. And every way they have preached it, I want you to know, I believe is biblical. It is absolutely biblical and accurate to preach this to mean that Jesus meant go back and read Genesis chapter 6. The conditions of the world in which Noah was in shall be mirrored on another level of the conditions of the world in which we live in. Sin is rampant. Are you hearing me? You have people openly used to they were sly. They would, you'd have to see. You have to turn a, Remember the days you had to turn a record backwards? To find something demonic, called it backward masking. You ain't got to turn nothing backward anymore. They're saying worse things forward. Some of y'all don't even know what a record is. You're so young. Huh? I'm, 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 I, remember, I remember when my two, my two daughters spent the night with my mama. And my mama's big Elvis fan. Big, big. She has all kinds of record collection of Elvis and all this. By the way, I was born on Elvis' birthday. So you can imagine a lifelong, sold out, I mean, fangirl to the next level of Elvis has a son born on his birthday. She knew that was a sign from God. Come on, are y'all hearing me? Thank you. Thank you very much. I just want to say, just get your Bible out, baby. But they came home. I'll never forget it. My youngest daughter said, Daddy, Grandma, has the coolest CD collection I've ever seen, but those CDs are about that big. I said, I need to teach you some things, baby. Those are not CDs. Those are the real music. That's how you, if you don't hear a little bit before, you ain't heard music. Why did I bring that up? What was I talking about? I really don't know what I brought that up for. I'll come back in a minute. <laughs> Maybe the Lord will bring it to my memories. So shall the day of the but it's a good story, right? It's a good story. Was that what was I talking? Was I talking about records? Hey, I'm 53 years old, y'all. Sometimes I just forget things. So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. I know how God works on this. I'll get down to a very, very powerful, dramatic point that I'm about to preach that has to be serious, and he'll bring back to my memory what I was talking about, and I'll have to say it because that's the way I am, and then I'll be mad at myself. So y'all pray for me, okay? So the condition of the world... Oh, I know what it was now. Thank you. I knew he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. Talking about backward masking. That's what you had to do. You had to take a record and put, it on, put the needle on the record. Then you had to turn. You took your finger and put on that record. And you could turn it backwards. And, and it, was, it was, I mean, when I was a teenager, it was mind-boggling because you could hear things going. They'd say things like, you know, 
I'm walking down the street and I love my girl. You turn it backwards and go, serve the devil. Smoke marijuana. I'll be like, it was real, wasn't it? You remember. I'm talking about some of it, we, it was a stretch, but some of it was real. I mean, I'll go tell you this one fun, funny thing and I'm going to go on, okay? I'm, now that I remember what I was talking about, I'm going to finish my point. But there was a Christian rock group that, that I was raised on in church called Petra. Anybody remember Petra, the Christian rock group? Petra had this album right in the middle of it. I mean, me and my buddy was after church. We was hanging out, was playing video games. We, we, had, our, we had our record, and we put our record on there. We was listening to Petra on, on their latest record, and we're just playing our video games, and we hear at the beginning of one of the songs. I can't even remember what song it was. It starts off, then it goes, and then they start singing. We looked at each other, and we was like, It's Petra, got backward masking. We were devastated. We were like, not Petra. Petra is secretly of the devil. No way. But you know what any good church boys would do? We turn Petra backwards. We put it on the needle and we put our finger on, we turned it back. We were scared to death of what we was gonna hear. And all of a sudden it went, and then the lead singer for Petra went, hey, what are you doing looking for the devil when you ought to be looking for the Lord? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was awesome. That was awesome, man. That was awesome. So, the, they used to try to hide things. Now the devil is openly saying whatever they want to say. You got one of the most leading uh, rappers right now that started out with a song that, that hooked up with kids. You know, riding down to old horse town. What is it called? Something. Is it horse town? What is it? Ride your, ride your mule down to the old town road. Yeah, ride it down to the old town road. Everybody's walking around singing. Now y'all gonna be mad at it because you're gonna be singing it. I'm riding my horse down the old town road. We're gonna ride. Huh? My little nieces were singing that because it was a cute and innocent song. That same dude now is openly, not just openly homosexual, he is openly serving Satan. He is making videos where he is making out and having sexual relations with Satan himself. And instead of being man, he's being embraced. Right before I came over here, getting ready to leave the hotel room, I saw a Taco Bell commercial where he is the lead character and he is being embraced in his open lifestyle, dressed up as a woman in the Taco Bell commercial. Let me tell you something. The days of Noah are here on another level. Jesus said, you will not be able to deny what you see. I'm 53 years old. 20 years ago, I didn't see things like that. 10 years ago, I didn't see things like that. Many people in here would never dream you would see anything like that. But it has only just begun. It is going on another level. And if you're not careful, you will allow it to suck the life out of you. You will allow it to bring you into depression. You will allow it to bring hopelessness on you to where you shake your head and go, is there any hope? Is there any help? Is there any way that God could ever use this nation and this world and the church could ever be relevant again? Used to be that the church was the cornerstone of a community. People would give directions by where a church was. Go down to the church where the big steeple is, take a left. I mean, it was the place where people met. It was where the politicians came to speak to the community. 
community. It was where decisions were made. Pastors were asked of, of, before decisions were made by mayors. There was a day that the church was the center of a community. Now people drive by and they never even notice that a church is there. They can live in a community and drive back and forth to work and never even look to the side, left or the right because they're so linear. They're so focused. They're listening to their podcast. They're being programmed in their ears. They're, they're being told things. They don't look to anything. They don't look to the house of God anymore. If there's ever been a generation that the days of Noah is here, if there's ever been a generation that are openly defying the hand and the work of God, it is this generation. Thank you for joining us on The Big Picture with Pastor Larry Raglan. Make sure you like this podcast. Give us a good review and we sure would appreciate it. Share this podcast with a friend and stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up very, very soon. Thank you again for listening and have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.